Wicked Deep is not an ordinary podcast about dating. Let's Get Wicked Deep is a dating podcast where tough questions are asked and honest answers are given. It's a place to begin meaningful conversations and lasting impressions. Let's Get Wicked Deep, a healthy dating resource. Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. I'm laughing because I have these two podcasts in um, both on Anka. So I've recorded this whole podcast on my Writing Away with Kelly freaking podcast instead of the Let's Get Wicked Deep. Anyway, um, I have no idea how to like transfer it or any of that stuff. So I have to re-record the whole damn thing. So whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Anyway, welcome to my next episode um, of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. Um, so before I start the show, I want to talk about how excited I am about my next book coming out, Out of the Darkness. So Out of the Darkness is the follow-up to my first book, Signs in the Review Mirror, Leaving a Toxic Relationship Behind. It's a basically, my first book is about toxic relationships, how you get in one, how you get out, blah, blah, my own story. My second book is the actual recovery and healing from the toxic relationship that you were in and also what led you to get into and stay in a toxic relationship. So I talk a lot. I think the first three chapters are about recovery, my recovery process and what that was like for me. So again, I take everything off, skin and everything, and expose myself in this raw, vulnerable way um, to help people to understand that healing after a toxic relationship is the only thing you can do. So I also write about my unhealthy dating, my ridiculous trip to Europe that I took, and then healthy dating in that first year of a relationship with um, Cruz Harrington III, um, and that's a solid four chapters. So it's one of those books where it's like if you are dating again after something toxic and you don't know how to go about it and you don't know what that looks like and what that feels like. And it's also if you're in a healthy relationship after something toxic and you're still feeling like like crazy, like why do I still feel some of these certain things, this is definitely going to be the book for you. So Out of the Darkness um, should be releasing here fairly soon. I'm still working with my publisher to nail down a date for that. So be on the lookout and I will be uh, talking about that a ton coming up. Anyway, so that leads me to today's subject topic, um, moms, moms and dating. What do moms have to do with dating? Well, moms have a lot to do with dating. So before I start the uh, whole show, I just want to say that if you are dating someone and they tell you they don't have a relationship with their mom, do not consider that as a red flag. Ask a few questions. So a lot of people have toxic moms. It's something that we are beginning to talk about more and more, and we're able to see what that looks like more and more. So be sure to have that conversation. So this show is not for the people who have like toxic moms, that sort of thing. This is going to be more of like if you're dating somebody and they have a relationship with their mom, like an active relationship, you know what I mean? So it's that sort of thing. Anyway, so with that being said, this past weekend, I um, met uh, my Cruz Harrington. His mom came to my house for the weekend and she had some stuff going on in this area. So she stayed with me. 
So when he had asked me if she could stay, I was excited. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. I wasn't like, oh no, how is this going to go? I was so thrilled to have her come and stay with me. I was able to have his mom with me and have one-on-one time with her. So I called the cleaning service. They came, they cleaned everything. I washed everything in the house, got everything ready. I was like super excited about it. I could not wait for her to come. So when she was here, we were able to spend a lot of great time together. We talked, we laughed. She shared a couple recipes with me, a couple different ideas, gave me some good suggestions on um, why my ingredients weren't coming together the right way. So it was, it was amazing. I had such a fun time with her. And the best part about that was when she was here, her son came obviously to see her and I was able to see firsthand their one-on-one like relationship and what that really looked like. So uh, that was one of the things I've been really interested in seeing in like real life. So when I talk to my clients and they're starting to date someone, the big thing I always tell them before they get into something committed, before you commit to someone, before you throw all your eggs into one basket, make sure you see their interaction with their mom, their parents, interactions with their friends, how they are when they get angry and who they are when they are intoxicated. So a lot of those things, you'll be able to see who this person really is, whether it's obviously a man or a woman. So make sure you see those things before you jump in, before you commit. So back when I was in my toxic relationship, just to give kind of a before and after sort of thing, which is what I do with my life apparently, when I was dating or with the toxic person in my life, I saw the interaction he had with his mom. And it was kind of crazy to me because he at first was like super nice. So he had like the mask on and it wasn't, it wasn't too much longer into this relationship where I saw his mask completely come off his face and shatter all over the floor with the way he was with his mom. There were a few stories he used to talk about in, in sort of a bragging way, how he choked her once with the phone cord. So if you're listening to this and you don't know what that is, um, go ahead and Google that. But he had choked her with a phone cord. And I remember thinking to myself, like, God, what? Like, who who does that? Like, that's kind of that's kind of insane. And then, I, and then in my head, I was like, well, he's just not that same person anymore. He's not like that. So that was me trying to convince myself that he was a different person than who he actually was. And it was over time that I saw him call her names. He would yell at her to lose weight. He would say horrible, horrible things to her. It was actually terrible. I remember one day standing in the living room and he called her the C word. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was, I was so uncomfortable because she seemed like so nice. Like she genuinely like loved this guy as, you know, her son. And she just kind of stood there and took the abuse because he was abusing her. And then when his dad tried to step in, he did the same thing to his dad. And it was hard to see because they both loved this person. They had stood by him through all the craziness and stuff that he had done to his life. And they just took it. They took it. He abused them and they accepted it and they took it. And that day I remember thinking to myself like, wow, that's terrible. He's doing that, but he would never do that to me. There's no way he would ever treat me that way. Yeah. And guess what? I was completely wrong. 
I was very wrong. I mean, he did start treating me that way slowly over time. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh my gosh, he's treating me exactly how he treated his mom. And that was like a wake up call for me. That was like, because I've always heard that you, you, you can see how your husband will treat you by how he treats his mom. And I realized that is so true. So when I got to see this past weekend, Cruz and his mom and how they interacted together, it was the most amazing thing. And it's not amazing because he was treating his mom that way. It was just to see him and how he lit up around her. And when he's around her, and he's a, he's a big guy, he's around her, he in a way turns into this like little kid who just admires his mom just because she's around him. She wasn't putting on a show. She wasn't, you know, on a stage entertaining people. She was just his mom sitting in the living room and his face was lit up. His eyes were bigger. His smile was huge. And you could tell he just loves being around her. And it was natural. It was a very natural interaction. And it was so amazing and refreshing to see this man loving his mom like that. You know, and, and she was his mom and, you know, she has her agenda and her things to do. And obviously she thinks he's amazing because I did get a chance to hear her brag about him. She was bragging about him and I loved it. I think I had like the biggest smile on my face listening to her talk about him because he is absolutely incredible, but it's also so nice to hear a mom talk about someone in that way. Obviously someone that I, I love and I care about very much. And it was, it was a really nice interaction between the two. So you could see the love, the appreciation, the respect that they have for each other. And that to me is a bond that no woman should ever come in between. So I think a lot of women as wives, girlfriends, et cetera, feel like, oh, well, now that I'm here, your mom should take a back seat. And as a mom of three sons, um, no, absolutely not. And to be able to see that, witness it, and acknowledge it in that way, and you have to let the mom and the son have their relationship because that mom has been with him, raised him. You know, he's most likely the man he is today because of the kind of mom she was. And there's nothing but respect for that. So it's never, it's, you know, a thing where it's like never coming between that relationship. Obviously, I know there are plenty of TV shows out there and different things where people talk about mama's boy and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, I've seen things where it goes a little bit creepy, but this is just a very normal sort of relationship. And I could not imagine ever saying to him, like, oh, no, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. No, absolutely not. You have to, you know, allow that relationship to continue growing because no matter how old our kids get, that relationship with their mom is always growing. It's always developing. It's always transforming because as we get older into adulthood, we change and always going to need, you know, our parents or our role models and our parental figures to kind of guide us. Even when you have a wife or you have a husband to make that wife or that husband, your quote unquote, everything is a lot of pressure on that person. A lot of people still need to have their parents and guidance and, you know, that sort of thing going on. So even with the role that I play in Cruz's life, 
he's always going to need and want that relationship with his mom to continue to grow and flourish. And who the heck would I be to be like, no, you don't have to call your mom for those things anymore. You should call me for these things. And that's not how that works. Like I know with, um, with my kids, they're obviously older and they're kind of, you know, doing their thing. They call me when they don't know how many Motrins to take. They call me when something's hurting and, or they're feeling sick or, you know, something is kind of going on and they need their mom. And if they were with someone and they said, oh no, you don't need to call your mom for those things anymore. That would break my heart. Cause these are my kids. You know, I raised these kids, obviously they've lived inside me and I want to be able to be there for them. I want to be able to help guide them and continue to guide them through their lives. And just because they're going to be with somebody who obviously loves them and cares them, that doesn't mean my relationship with them stops. So I could never, even if it, whether it's Cruz or someone else, you know, it could never come in between a mom and a son or a mom and a daughter, you know, those things. It's, those are very precious relationships. And because I don't have that with my mom, because I don't have that mom that I can call when I'm feeling sick or I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling like a failure or, you know, I feel like a fraud in my career sometimes because we're all human. We all have these things. I don't have that. I don't have that sort of relationship. So I would never want to take that away from someone who has that. I looked at, you know, Cruz and his mom and I was like, man, that's just so nice. It was such a nice sort of thing to witness. And when, when she left, he, he was a little bit sad, not like, oh man, my mom left, but a little bit like, oh, she just left, you know, and you can tell that he just, he just loves her because she was a great mom, you know, and he, he likes to spend time with her and, and to be around her. So it was a really nice thing to see. So if you're dating, getting back into dating, if you are thinking about getting into a relationship with someone like committing to a serious relationship, check out just a few things, see how they are with their parents, their family, their friends, intoxicated, angry, all of it. And make sure you make the best decisions for you, but also be open-minded because we don't know how people were raised. We don't know what they had gone through when they were younger. So be patient and let people open up to you in their own time, not when you want, but when they are ready. And sometimes that might take a little bit of time. I know for me, it's taken a little bit of time to really you know, dive into a lot of certain things is stuff I'm still afraid to talk about in this relationship and I'm sure vice versa. So it's making sure you, you have that time and just be patient and don't forget to, you know, be who you are. So the person that you want to be with can see you genuinely. So they know who you are in your natural habitat. If you are the person that's wearing a mask, take it off because it's going to come off anyway. So you might as well take it off and just see how everything goes. Anyway, so thanks for listening to my episode today. Be on the lookout for my second book, Out of the Darkness, hopefully releasing very soon here. Also, if you have a few minutes, check out Elephant Journal. I had a couple articles released with them recently, and uh, they seem to be doing very well. So check them out and let me know what you think. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast. To find out more information about anything you heard on today's show, please check out BeBraveCoaching.org.